A continent to love, a people changing the world. You're listening to the Voice of Africa podcast. We unearth compelling stories of trailblazers across disciplines of African descent. Learn from their strategies, challenges, and successes as you build your own vision-driven future. Hi there. In this interview, meet Stoneboy. We discuss Stoneboy's perspective on the music industry in Africa and how African artists are not getting the credit from the Western world, as well as racism in Africa. Let's get right into it. Welcome to the Voice of Africa TV and podcast. Mm-hmm. Very special guest with us that goes by the name Stoneboy. You guys already know him. I don't think he needs an introduction. So we can get straight to the point. Straight to the point. Yes, sir. So in Ghana, were there any challenges you faced, you know, getting your music to be heard in the industry? Initially started? Yeah, uh, I mean, literally, there's definitely a need to have to, you know, push to get heard. And then now it comes a time where, you know, it becomes, you know, um, it becomes the other way around where um, people have to now, you know, want to get you every time so you have to stay on the job to make sure you keep providing them with the best of of materials to consume so there was actually a challenge and there is actually a challenge you know still and i think it it comes with it you know it's just like you having a material you produce a material and then you have to market the material so definitely there must be that's a challenge you know it's not it doesn't just go viral you have to put in the work so There's definitely, but but as an underground, it's more difficult because you know you have to you have you have to push like three times you know more than what uh, somebody who has already you know broken through will do. So exactly. You know I mean, when you're you know coming up as an underground artist, how important is it to your authenticity <laughs> as an artist? You know, because a lot of times you get hit with these guys that you can you know go suck away a little all those things how important mm-hmm. is it to, you know stay authentic um it's really important to stay authentic as an underground because that is what you have to offer mm-hmm. you know when um we all do get inspired by predecessors of people who have set the pace yeah but most importantly there's a need to add up to you know what you are inspired by already so that you make a difference because if you're not different, then you can't have a seat at the at the at the big table. Yeah, exactly. You need to you need to bring something on there, you know, irrespective of the inspiration that you would have gathered from the people who have already seated. Yeah. So mm, there's a need to stay unique. There's a need to bring something on board, or else I don't think it will be easy for you to get a place. That means that you'd have to wait to get a replacement. Mm. You know. That's true. You are a very authentic guy and you have your own sound. I was watching one of your interviews um, a couple of days back and you stated that you make three different genres of music. How did the idea come to part? Yeah, um, you know that to get my uniqueness, you know, I understand that I have my own kind of sound. Yes, everybody has their own tones, but some people sound like other people. When you're, oh, I thought it was this, but it's that guy. So I put in the effort to make sure I don't sound like nobody, you know, although growing up and coming up in the industry, I've, I've, I've been inspired by a great, great, great people who have great sounds that I may have had to, you know, tap into to find myself. 
You know what I mean? So now that I found myself, there was a need to also do something different, which is the combination of all these three musical genres, which is reggae, dance, and an Afrobeat. So in every song that I do, you can feel the mixture of these three, which is a signature that I've created for myself, you know, because like I told you already, being unique is very important, you know, when it comes to the game or the industry. You have to try to carve your own path so you can be accepted at the round table. Yes, sir. As an artist, what do you hold as and like absolute importance for some people, you know, as a woman, you know, they get this nice red bone girls, what do you hold a value? Um, I know you're a big family guy, but I want you to mm-hmm. go much detail on that. Thank you very much. Uh, as compared to the things you mentioned, I think that uh, there are some things that are very temporary and very self-centered. You know, if, um, if, if assuming that my core priority is the glitz and the glamour, um, like other people. I mean, I can't judge anybody because, I mean, once they're succeeding, that's the most important. But um, what I hold as core value is not anything very material. It's actually substantial, you know, um, that have to be very, in- it's intangible, you know, the, um, that you leave a mark, like your lifestyle leaves a mark you know, the things you say in your songs or the things, the impact you have on people is what I hold as a, as a core value because uh, irrespective of everything, we're all driving towards success. So the, the cars, the houses, the, the things that will enhance you to live a good life or a better life, exactly. fine, because you're working towards them. Everybody works for that, you know, but what I can, I can give as a musician is actually something that is beyond the material, which is, you know, the way somebody can feel listening to my song will be dear to their hearts all living up until they die. You know what I mean? So those are the covers that I leave behind and I see as covers, not um, personally the material stuff, because if it was material stuff, people have that in in abundance, you know? That's very true. So, what are your goals with music then and how far do you want to reach with it? Thank you. My goal with music is to, especially in these times, now that we are all realizing where the, the drum, uh, where the drum beat is sounding from, I have always been a big guy. I was, I've been very big on Africa, okay. on Africanism, blackness, consciousness to say. So I think that uh, that is my goal. My goal is to drive consciousness, you know, as an African, use my, talent and my creativity to regardless of whatever i do or whatever i sing to point a finger to the motherland africa you know in the right way so that we can continue to represent for one another in the end these are tools that we have to use music is a tool that we have to use to actually sound the alarm and to actually remind people of who we are and grow and build us and communicate amongst one another Right. which is very, very important. It's not only for entertainment. It is a very, very, very massive tool, you know, for education as music as it is. So I think that now whatever we do as musicians, one thing I do is that no matter what, there's an iota of representation in there so that it doesn't go away what it doesn't go waste because a lot of people feed and consume the things that we produce as music, you know, and they feed on us and they live on us. So, the best thing I want to leave behind and do with my music, like now I'm doing, like I've always done, is to have a representation of our culture, blackness, 
and 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 give us some hope and raise our esteem that's what I, I i do with my music you know inspire people to in the end that's exactly why we wanted you on the voice of africa because we know you hold those values and those are the same values that we have as well so you know absolutely with the scene heating up in africa right now are african artists commanding you know equitable respect dollar wise because we know people like you are one of the most top-paid uh, artists in Africa. Are mm -hmm. other artists upcoming? You know, say that again. Are other artists commanding, commanding the same type of respect, right? Yeah, dollar-wise. Mm -hmm. So they commanding that they if they go to a show. They commanding that they get paid mm -hmm. a certain amount of money. Or how mm -hmm. can they mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. command? Them? Thank you very much. I think to command a certain value is by work. Uh, your work rate. You know, when they when they rate your work, then it has that value that the people pay for to consume. You know, so it's just like buying a, a Ferrari. You know, a Ferrari fast car is is, a, is for the richest for, you know, it's a certain level. So when you're going to afford such cars or you want to get such cars, you need to make sure that your money is very, very up, you know, to afford it. So if it comes to artists like us as well, uh, it must be our work rate and our, and yeah, work rate literally and the things that we, we, we and the value that we hold. You know, so to be able to command such, um, such, such, such uh, prices, you know. So I think for an upcoming, it will only be at the level. They will only rate them at where they are to financially reciprocate, you know, yeah. that uh, to them. And for persons like myself, with the ratings that I have and the levels that we've been able to go to or to reach right now as we speak, same will be accorded to me as well. So I think your rate commands the value that oh, you're paid. paid. Yeah. So for any upcoming artists out there, you know, watching this video, I hope you're being motivated by this. And, you know, you're learning that you have hard work pays. Hard work definitely pays. Yes, 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 yes. You know, given the current state of the world, how do you manage to stay inspired uh, write music? <clears throat> um, the current state of the world is devastating, actually, because uh, in our time, it's never happened before. Yeah. Uh, the last time was 100 years ago with some other flu, and this was the levels that they knew. Right. And I think that we are young, so we didn't witness such times, and this is new to us. Uh, in the end, it all boils down to consciousness, because um, aside music, aside politics, aside whatever that we, we do on this earth, we have to realize that uh, there are systems and there are powers that that run the world literally, right. you know, for all sorts of reasons. Whilst we know that the ultimate is is, is the Creator who is God above. Uh, to be in such a situation right now as the whole world is very sad. That uh, we can't do the most that we can as humans. Therefore, production we're not being very productive as us. We're not being fully productive like we would have been, you know, some just some few months ago. You know, and, 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 and all I can say is that how I go through it is uh, because I'm conscious of the time and because of, a, because of my conscious mindset, um, I'm finding different ways to also progress or, or pull through these times. And as a musician, I think I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm indoors. You know, I mean, I'm, I do a couple meetings and do the most that I can within the regulations of, of the virus you know there are protocols that have been set you know no smacks here and there do this do that 
I, I do the, I do my best to obey all of those as well. And I do my best to also um, find ways around to continue to do my work, which is, you know, with the virtual interviews and, you know, putting music out there, recording a lot of songs and also, you know, just doing the most that we can and waiting for the time where we can also, we can now step back on the road and continue to give them. Because this year, irrespective of what has what is happening has been a very great year for me. You know, I give thanks because I can't, I, I mean, all I can do is to give thanks because right. once we're alive and we're still kicking it, from the start of the year, I've been announcing that I'm going to release an album. I think, I think from last year, and the anticipation was so high when the album came in. It's the biggest album right now, Huge. right now on the continent, trust me. And people are amazed how it's been able to pull through within this time and we just dropped a remix of, the, of, of one of the songs of the album, Good Morning. You know, we have Nominate on there. We have African Party on there. We have um, Understand, Fishing Aleka Haile. We have Critical, Zlatan. We have big songs on the album. We have Everlasting on the album. Yo, we have great songs on the album. We have, we have Strength and Hope on the album. That's what has been taking me through right now. So, you know, the planning and God's timing has worked for me. And so... I'm just pulling through, you know, pulling through nicely. Right. So what platform, you just talked about your album, what platform for anyone listening can they, you know, purchase or stream the album on? Thank you. Like you can see, it's 20 million streams already, 20 million plus streams. And on Audio Mac only, which is the biggest from Ghana so far. Uh, and I'm grateful for this record that I've continued to set, you know, for a long time. And I've been blessed to be setting some records, you know what I mean? So... They can grab it on all online platforms from everywhere, everywhere, anywhere. Just name it. From Amazon to Spotify to Apple yeah. to Audio Mac to everywhere. Because, I mean, we have to make use of the times right now. So just type Stoneboy, S-T-O-N-E-B-W-O-Y. You know, you know what I mean? Stoneboy. And you have it, you know? Uh, you know what I mean? On Twitter, you can follow me on Instagram, on Snapchat, on Trailer on audio mark so that you can get the latest latest you can subscribe so that when it pops up you have it you know subscribe to my mail email team or whatever and you're going to join the mailing list and anything that drops you're going to have it exclusive so that's how you can grab me my handle is at stoneboy b s-t-o-n-e-b-w-o-y-b b for burning and b for beam b for blazing b for beam nation you know so stoneboy b straight word s-t-o-n-e-b-w-o-y-b and we can connect. For sure. And you are obviously an artist, but apart from that, you're also a, a businessman. You are a CEO mm. you know, of your own label and you have your own business, yeah. golden business. I saw you just released that a couple of days yeah. on Instagram. So I've been following that. Yeah, one of those, yeah. So I need yeah. to have one of those too. But do you think, yeah. you know, being your own boss has inhibited your process of working or doesn't just not affect you? Anyway. I believe that being, being my own boss has not limited me in any capacity, you know, to be able to outdo myself. It has rather put a lot of pressure on me because in the end, if I did work for somebody, you know, there's a natural instinct of it belongs to the person. So you just go do your nine to five and you go home. You can't wait for Fridays. But here, right now, you go all out. You don't even have breaks because, you, you know what I mean? You're scared. You have to keep kicking. So... Being my own boss has never limited me in any capacity, but has rather um, put me on the edge, you know, that, yo, you have to always be on the job. 
And I am always open to collaborating with working with other bosses, you feel me? Which, which is the way to go because collaboration is key in every industry. So I have also been able to have a numerous, numerous collaborations with other people when it comes to my music, my clothing, and you know, releases especially. So that's how I do. I just connect with people that are worthy and are fit, you know, to to execute the tax when it comes to music. But in the end, I'm super proud to have come this far being a boss on my own. Okay. Being a wow. boss on your own is a servant to yourself anyway. So yes, sir. that's how I see it. You know? So you just said um, in, in order for you to work with somebody, you have to make sure that they're worthy or, you know, they have the mm-hmm. right qualities. How do you go into looking for the qualities in the person? Um, You know, like they say something like when you're going to go for... You know, even when you're going to go for a work, they ask you, what's your work experience? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's one of the things you have to, you know, because by the deeds, you know, they shall be known, like the Bible said. So we have to watch what they've done before, how credible they are. You know, a lot of people picking up their CVs and it's not what it is. And most often also, I give a lot of opportunity to people who who can, not because they have been able to, or they've been given the chance. And this is what you do, you know, as a boss on your own, you can also afford to give the opportunity to people to try, you know, knowing that they have the capacity, you know, because they will definitely have proved themselves to a certain level, you know, to be able to execute. So most importantly, I look at what they can do, what they have done. They can do what they have done, you know, and I work with them. Because you know we need to also give chance to people, exactly. you know, to also to also start. And somebody will be like, "Wow, I did it! This was my first time." And I, so I'm very much open. It's not very, it's not rigid. It's not strict like that. But I know that in the end, whoever I give an opportunity will prove the world wrong. That yes, they really deserve the opportunity to do that. So having the the social standing that you have, and you know, being an influencer. Are you ever worried that you might affect someone's livelihood negatively? Absolutely, because people look up to you. So um, the fear that you might affect somebody negatively, knowingly or unknowingly, keeps you on your toes. You know, we have the natural mistakes and we have, even if it was natural, sometimes, you know, it goes back and it hits people so bad. When you're sad, they're sad. When you're happy, they're happy. So definitely there's a, there's a consequence, you know, to face either way. But realizing that you do not want to have anybody in a bad space or in a negative space, it keeps me on my toes. And even so, it puts me in the right place, you know. It has it puts pressure on me to be a good person, to do the right things. Right. Just knowing that there are a lot of people that I'm responsible to, right. you know. So beyond Afrobeats, what styles and arts should the industry, you know, in the Western world be looking for in Africa? Yeah, beyond Afrobeats, if it's music, I think that we should be looking out for a lot more styles, a lot more versatility, because you know Africans are versatile in every word of it. So music-wise, we have a very wide range, wide range of voices, different tones, different energies, different styles, different melodies. So I think the world is the world the world the world is up for a good treat, man. You can imagine music has never died out. You know, from yesteryears when our great great forefathers started it, and we're still here continuing the, the legacy. So, 
the world can look up to Africa any day for everything music and beyond, culture, arts, creativity, you know? So, you know, a lot of celebrities branch into different types of entertainment apart from doing music. What's next for you? Have you ever thought of doing acting or, you know, radio, mm-hmm. blogging or anything like that? Yeah, like, once, and you know, many a time, I mean, a few times I've, I've been on radio, you know, to do a thing or two. You know, everybody will, says like, "Yo, you, you can actually get a job here on, uh, yeah, on radio." Yeah. And one time on TV as well. So I'm grateful to know that you know people actually see a lot more in me. You know, even acting and all of that. And I feel like this, this, these are part of me as well. So uh, with every given opportunity, when the need be, I'll, I'll definitely add it up to just expressing myself musically. I believe I can also express myself visually. You know, I can also express myself as a as a commentator, as a broadcaster. So I'll just have to work on all those. You are still listening to the Voice of Africa podcast, unveiling a continent to love, a people changing the world. In the rest of the interview, Stoneboy shares his thoughts on the Western world exploiting African music, as well as racism in Africa. So how do you feel about, you know, certain artists in the Western world, I don't want to mention any names because that's not our purpose, but exploiting our music, putting out songs that sound like Afrobeats and then not giving us the credit. I'm pretty sure you know exactly who I might be. Mm-hmm. One of the most popular songs that came out in 2016 with mm-hmm. from Canada made a song and did not give the Nigerian his credit. You know, in this world, it's rather unfortunate that Africa, as we are, we've never been given our credits as it is due, mm-hmm. not only music-wise, you know, <laughs> you know, across, across all boards, because um, that then tells you how credit is really important. So if, if we don't have to wait for people to give us our credits, we have to take our credit, you know what I mean, and make sure that we have people crediting us. So that is another thing that teaches us how we have to understand that credit is important. And so we have to represent, you know, and give credit to our works and ourselves as we move, you know, even as black people, no matter how we get inspired by any other thing outside of blackness, we have to still leave our mark and, and, and say, yes, we did it. Because this tells you how important credit is, you know, and that's what I can say about that. We always have to represent for us mm-hmm. in the least form. We don't have to eradicate it at all. It doesn't have to be zero, zero. There have to be an iota of representation, which is a form of credit, you know, that yeah. we're going to always have. So that is what that teaches me. Because if they gave us the credit, then mm-hmm. how then would they be able to, 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 to get value right. of what they've done? Because you do everything and then you give credit to the other person. Then that devalues you. But you should also know that they need the value. They want the value. So why should they credit you for that? Right. But it's, it's, it's a good thing to know that Africans can never be done without. Right. So even if we're given our credit or not, we know. And the world knows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that also teaches us on the other hand to always continue to credit ourselves in everything that we do. You know, one thing I want to talk to you about is, you know, we know that there's racism and discrimination in the Western world, 
but I also feel as though is that there is a lot of discrimination in Africa as well. Um, a lot I was of going to come to that. Yeah, a lot Absolutely. of us supporting ourselves. A lot of us discriminating ourselves, especially with the light skin, dark skin, colorism thing, and all that. We until we get rid of that mentality, I feel as though mm-hmm. the world is always going to have control of us. So I want to find out your opinion on that whole type of matter and Africans discriminating ourselves. Yeah. Well, what I can say is really simple. You are very right when it comes to that because um, racism is not only locally, locally. It's it's not only international or it's not only against other people. Racism is is against even ourselves. Right. It's everywhere. So in the end, we should know that the fight is against racism. The fight is not against humanity. The fight is not against black or white or blue or purple because there are tons of white people who are activists against racism or um, color racism or all these things, you know what I mean? So in the end, we just have to try not to fight one another. We have to eradicate all the things that make us feel inferior against other people. I know that there's some, there's even classism and all these things going on in the world, but it's really sad to know, to, 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 to see other people think it is about humanity because we all have the same blood running inside of us, which is, which is what nullifies everything. So why don't we just see each, each, each other from the inside and not from the outside? But the truth is that it is not gonna be the doing of our generation. This is not our fault, owing to the histories that we have been taught and told and how we have been indoctrinated, you know, to follow a certain route so that the benefits thereof to people who gain off of, you know, inciting humanity to fight against one another because there's some people right there in the middle who benefit of these things and, you know, like the divide and rule. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're divided, they have their power. But when we're united, the power spreads amongst all of us and humanity becomes a better race. Right. So with the understanding that I have and uh, the consciousness level and me being here right now, I know that the fight is not against black, white, blue, purple, or whatever, but the fight is against humanity. And anybody who raises their heart or their mind, you know, to hate one another as color or race, that tells you how inferior they are as a person or as, or as yes, or as people. Because you find out that those that are, those that have high inferiority complex in their hearts, in their minds, are the ones who hate others the most because they put they tend to blame it on them for their weakness and that's how you find the disparity and the hatred and the colorism and all of that so it will take some level of consciousness to understand that it's not the fight is not against us everybody can be successful everybody can be a boss everybody can be better everybody can become somebody blue, white, black, purple, Chinese, Indian, African, because in the end, when you look inside of us, it's the same things that's running inside of us. That's very true. That was very insightful from you. Um, and I really hope that, you know, anyone listening to this, the bloggers out there in Africa, the bloggers out there in Ghana, especially, you know, decide to, you know, stop trying to get these media clicks of these, trying to put people against each other and all that. Let's mm-hmm unite as a people and you know, bring each other up. Because until we do that, you're always going to have the Western world on top. always going to be going around in circles. Yeah. 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 Like, and be complaining. 
exactly. So until like people like us come out and talk about these topics, that we urge those people to stop, you know, the drama and all that. It's, it's, it's going to be an ongoing cycle. We're always going to blame them, but instead, it's partly our fault too. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really appreciate you for touching on that subject. Um, so, what is one message you would send to anyone who is an upcoming artist out there in Ghana and Africa, and mm. through a tough time? You know, a lot of these kids don't have a lot of money. That don't. They didn't grow mm-hmm. up so what was one message you would tell them to keep them encouraged what I, yeah ma what i can say to encourage them is that uh, it doesn't take a day rome was not building a day africa was not building a day and the fact that instagram makes everything looks fast forward it doesn't look like that social media makes everything look like you start the weekend you have to be the biggest star in the next month it takes time it takes perseverance it takes it takes drive it takes hustle so uh, as an upcoming artist or upcoming person who wants to be a successful person, take it easy. When you're 25, you're 25, you're 30, and you think the world is, is ending on you because you've not been able to acquire certain things that Instagrammers are acquiring. And you know what I mean? That alone puts so much pressure on, on you to, to feel like your life is over. And then it speeds you up to do a lot of things that especially for musicians, you want to just go out there and do something crazy to get the clout and to get the blogs writing about you. Yeah, that works, but it's temporary. It's very, 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 very short-lived because in the end, hard work is what you can build the foundation of success up upon. You can't, build, you can't make it look like it's success whilst it's not success. It has to really be. So all I can say is for upcoming is to take it easy, live within their means, you know, use every little opportunity they can get to promote themselves and push themselves. The internet is out there. It's a big platform. It has everybody on it. So they can use that in the right way because perception, they say, is reality. And assuming you paint a certain picture and real life, that is not what it is. You suffer for it. You suffer from it. So hard work, move smart, think sharp. You're up there. For sure. And the last question I have for you is how can the Voice of Africa collaborate with you and your content and to other causes that you have as well? Yeah, man. Um, giving me an opportunity right now to vibe is, 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 a, is a way of supporting me. And I think besides this interview, we can collaborate on uh, using your platforms and, and, and the brands that you represent to merge mine so we can all continue to do the Africa work because. Africa needs that enlightenment. We have to be able to preach it amongst ourselves and highlight the continent of Africa in the best light that the world can know and understand. Like I said, perception is everything. Like people think we live on trees and all of that and we don't have a life and black is this and this that. We need to change that perception about the, the world of us. We need to change that perception. So in every little way that you and I can, God willing, we have the platform to reach out to masses. So that's the most we can do. And I think even more, we can continue to collaborate and use our voices as Africans to help one another as the voice of Africa. Yes. Thank you. So thank you very much, Mr. Stoneboy. Big respect. Hey there. We hope you enjoyed this interview. And if you did, make sure you subscribe to our channel and leave a review. And if you already have, share this interview with anyone who might be inspired by it. Also, you can send us a review on how to serve you best. 
Join us in our next podcast where we discuss Minnie Delamini's career and how African media personalities can command equitable respect dollar-wise and her skincare line, MD Body.